Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's do this. What's up, everyone? Welcome to week 11 of the base, the Duke Basement College Football. Almost screwed up there. Um, our, 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 oh, sorry, I forgot introductions. Uh, me, I'm Scott Anderson, Jason Hansen here in the Howdy. basement. Justin Hansen and Taylor on the line. Howdy. Um, we're a little bit late this week. We had stuff going on last night, so we'll get it out today. To a, We had five listeners last week. One of our 12 goals. Yeah, down from nine last the year, week before, too. So we have quite a bit of fluctuation here at the dupe. Um, standings didn't change at all because we all had literally the exact same record this last week. We all went 10 and 5. 10, yeah. So nothing's changed. Jason's still in the lead. He is a few games up on Justin. So, Justin, if he picks well this week, can get into it, back into it. Actually, we all could get back into it Yeah, theoretically in one week. Probably wouldn't happen for last place. Justin P is 13 games back, missed last week. So, still hasn't picked this. Is he given up or? I don't know. Bryce hasn't picked yet either. Bryce said he was going to at least. So, um, but picks, we'll go quick going to picks we missed on. Jason's bringing in another new segment. So, as Justin said, we got to keep making time for that. <laughs> so, it's a quick one. <laughs> uh, picks I missed on Florida State. Um, lost. Willie Taggart was fired, obviously. After that game, I really thought they were going to win that one. They only had 200 yards of offense. Uh, Utah State lost. Yeah, blown out big time. Um, I didn't think that was going to happen either because BYU is not good on the road, but they were last week. They're the most inconsistent team. Yeah. And then North Carolina. I thought North Carolina was going to prove that they were ready to win that that division. They were not. I think Virginia pretty much locked up the Coastal. Yeah, pretty much. Unless so, they choke. Yeah, which is is is, is possible. Is the coastal division? So. Yeah, um, I had that. None of the games really surprised me because all or four of the five that I missed were uh, had lines of three and a half or less, and then the fifth one was Memphis at SMU, which was kind of a toss up. So none of the ones I missed really surprised me. They were you know fifty fifty coin flip games, but that's all I had on that. Yeah, Justin, what about you? Uh, I'm pretty sour at Utah State. Uh, I finally had – I was in first place in my work pool, had a chance to win some money as long as Utah State won, and then they got blown out. So, pretty sour about that. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I got a little bit more on this later, but what do you guys think of Florida State firing Willie Taggart after not even two years on the job? Yeah, same time as Frost had – Close to the same record as for us. Uh, <laughs> kind of rough. A little bit better, actually. Had four, he had five last year. We only had four. We each had four this year. Jeez. Yeah. And didn't the Florida State, like, alum and – Yeah, the boosters didn't boosters, like him. Yeah, they were, like, already – they donated a whole bunch of money or got rounded up a whole bunch of money to get him fired. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, I don't think Florida State would have fired him because he had a big buyout clause, but – they raised like over twenty million dollars to to get rid of this guy. So, but they, I guess that's, they weren't happy with him when they hired him, were they? No, there, there was a lot of people upset when they hired him at Florida State. Um, so, that, I mean, that just shows how much say boosters have in a football program. If they don't want you there, they're, they're going to raise the money and you're going to be gone. Yeah. Um, but just just for fun, who do you guys think the head name for that job is? I don't even know. Probably one of the AAC coaches down there. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought too. Memphis is coach Arnell. Is that his name? I don't know. I think he'll be a big one. Um, but I got another name for you guys later I, that might. I heard there was rumors that PJ Fleck was going to be it, going to be. Yeah. But then they signed the Memphis or Minnesota just signed him to a seven-year deal. Yeah, uh, buyout clause. Yeah, yeah, his name was was there too. But, yeah, he just signed through 2026, I'm pretty sure. So, um, but I guess rolling with that right into big news in college football, obviously Willie Taggart was fired after a season and a half like we are talking about. Another coach was fired in the middle of the season. Chris Ash at Rutgers is done. His He's been there a long time, though, and hasn't had any results. So Zero. Yeah, <laughs> as close to zero as you can get. Yeah, I kind of understand that. I don't know how much I like firing a coach in the middle of the season. Yeah, well, if, yeah he's been there for that long one. Wait till the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to get any better um, in the middle of the season. But and then we got two eight no games this uh, this week: uh, Minnesota, Penn State, Alabama, LSU, um, 
and the first college football poll is out, and Minnesota got zero respect from the committee coming in at 17. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had reaction to the college football rankings with Clemson being five, not even being in it right now. When what have they done? They only ranked team they beat by 24. So, like, what do you want them to do? I know their schedules, but their conference isn't tough, but it's still a power five. I don't get how you don't put them in there right now. Yeah, I thought the committee was kind of hypocritical with that because they obviously, with Clemson, they said that they didn't have a very strong schedule, hadn't proved anything. But then Alabama, who arguably has a weaker schedule so far, is number three. So uh, the committee didn't really know what they were trying to do there, it seems like. But I guess they um, valued schedule because Penn State is number four. So I don't know. It's just confusing. Like what you're actually looking for from this committee, like yeah, so just need to go to the eight team playoff. Yeah, I think so too. Power every but, power five team gets in, then you get three at large bids. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. I think that would be the best. Because um, then, if you have a conference champ that is that like upset the best team in that conference, that other team's still going to get in. Yeah. So, um, and I. I think teams know that style points matter. I don't know if anybody stayed up to watch the Boise State San Jose State State game last last week, but Boise State was up by three, and they could have just need on the ball to win, but they scored a late touchdown to get some style points, to make that game look better. Because mm-hmm. um, the committee's looking at the, at the scores and, and maybe not necessarily watching the games. Um, kind of to go along with Boise State, I thought it was interesting. There was five teams, uh, fourth of the top twenty-five were. Uh, non-Power 5 teams, 20 through 22, and 24 and 25 um, were non-Power 5 teams. So I thought that was interesting. Um, group of five is, is a really good race this year. Um, other big news I had was all the LSU-Alabama news coverage that's been going on all week. Uh, you turn on ESPN, that's all it is, is previous LSU and Alabama players talking about it, and all the ESPN hosts are talking about it. And then Heisman hopeful Chase Young suspended for the Maryland game because of uh, undisclosed violation in 2018 of NCAA rules. So we'll see how that develops. Did you guys hear what yeah. happened? But it hasn't come out uh, yet. I heard that he accepted, he accepted a loan uh, about a year ago from a family friend that has since been paid off. From a family from friend? From a family friend, yeah. So it wasn't even someone in the football program. No, it was a family friend. That's what that's what I heard on. Uh, it was on a podcast podcast today. That's ridiculous. And another thing I don't like is um, coaches, like basketball coaches, a couple of years ago, they were going through all this uh, investigation. They didn't have to sit out games because they were being investigated. But this player who is still innocent, nothing's been proved against him, has to sit out these games, which makes no sense to me. We have. Yeah. Dense's Heisman race. Yeah. Because uh, odds are he probably would have got some sacks against a not good Maryland team. So. Yeah. We hold these players to a higher standard than the coaches, which I don't really like. But yeah, that, that's all I had for big news. Yeah, that's all I had too. Yeah, sorry not to go back on it, but this tweet says Chase took a small loan from a close family friend last year to cover basic life expenses. Loan was repaid months ago, um, and they're working to restore eligibility. Yeah, but cl- or small quotes and close family friend could mean a lot of yep. things just from the yeah. NCAA's point of view. But. It could, but like, how many college students every year ask their their grandpa for like, can you give me five hundred bucks, or whatever? I need some money right now, yeah. or whatever. So he he is a college kid, so I'm just wondering if small was like eight grand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. I thought the college football playoff poll was pretty interesting. First one out. Oh, they had LSU one, or they no, they had um, Ohio State one, which I could, I don't have a reason to argue that. I think LSU is probably the best team. Um, here's a quick question: If also Pac-12 is weighted higher than the Big 12, at least at the top, that was interesting to me. Um, here's a quick question though: If Penn State beats Ohio State, if LSU beats Alabama. But then they both those teams went out the rest of the year, and Clemson loses one game. Are we going to have two Big Ten, two SEC teams? Could be, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say probably. 
Or do you think Oregon will maybe sneak in there? Uh, I don't know. You really think they're going to leave out Clemson if they go undefeated? No, not they go undefeated. No way. The, the equation I saw, like they, some article did a bunch of research from all the previous years. What you need to do, no team out of the top 15 has ever made it in like from the first poll. And you need to have either win out or only have one loss from after like from now on and have close to the end of the year top like 20 wins yeah those were like the three main points so if you're above 15 you're not going to jump that many teams Mm -hmm. if you obviously lose games you're not going to make it and then like last couple weeks and conference championship wins over top 20 teams just interesting if those teams um lose like Penn State loses to Ohio State they're, they're going to get a top 20 win over Minnesota this week, I think. And they have a top 20 win over Michigan. So they're going to have, like, one of the best schedules. Um, just the loss to the number one team in the nation. So, And the, if they beat Indiana this year, that's going to look good. Because I think Indiana's going to win nine, nine games. Um, so it's just interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm just excited to see how this is going to play out. And it's all going to work itself out. It always does. Uh, if we got nothing else, we're going to maps. I got a pretty, pretty, I think I got a pretty hard one this week. So how many did you guys have? I have, four. I have three. I skip one if I won't need to. I guess I could. I could uh, have four. Make with you have four, Jason. Yeah. Might as well make it four, Justin. If All you right, can. I can. All right. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Um, my theme is where did these current NFL players go to college? My first one's an easy one. I know I've talked to Jason about this before. Where did Mohamed Sanu, wide receiver for the Patriots, go to college? Was it Florida State? Justin, what's your guess? I have no idea. Uh, Texas. It's not Florida State or Texas. He went to Rutgers. Uh, Mohamed Sanu is a Rutgers alum. I'm terrible at this. (laughs) All right. My theme is uh, Western theme mascots like think of uh i guess like my cowboys, cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my first uh we're and we're guessing the state okay. that they're in so back to the original the mcneese state cowboys justin i know this one i'll let you go first um indiana it is louisiana yes lake charles louisiana all right um I'm, I'm running out of categories here so we're gonna go WNBA teams. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, where is the fever from? Ooh, that sounds like a Los Angeles team. I'm gonna go California. The <laughs> they are from Florida. Uh, it is the Indiana Fever. Oh, thank <laughs> Indiana Fever. This is gonna be rough. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I I remember I did this. I I said, well, we're, this Nebraska podcast is soon gonna have to switch over talking about something else so i picked it wnba because we're not going to want to talk about nebraska for much longer so we're going to be a wnba podcast yep we sure are don't retire <laughs> even though the wnba season doesn't happen in the winter justin when um, does it happen it's a summer season oh, didn't know that uh so i know you guys know jj watt graduated from wisconsin but where did he go before that and what position did he play <laughs> Florida State, and he played tight end. Justin, he went to he went to uh, Texas State, and he played defensive end. Well, he already played defensive end, but he went to Central Michigan. He was actually a teammate of Antonio Browns, and he did play tight end. Half so, a point. So Jason got half of it right. <laughs> All right, next. I uh, can't have Cowboys without some Indians. The William and Mary Tribe. I think it's Virginia. That sounds like good, right? Um, New York. Scott with number two. Yeah, two and zero. Oh. Oh, so Williamsburg, Virginia. I guess not with Justin's question. All right, next up, where are the links from? That's Minnesota. Mm. Yeah, that's a bummer. How'd you know that? Because <laughs> the links is the or the Timberwolves is the men's team, and I know links sounds like Timberwolves, so. Okay. 
I'm a very informed sports fan. Justin. Gotcha. All right. Well, that was no fun. All right. My second one, uh, if you guys missed this, I know somebody who will be very upset. Um, where did John Brown, a receiver for the Bills, graduate from? Justin? I know this, so. Okay. Uh, he went to Texas. I'm going to give you a hint, Justin. I'm scratch that answer. He has a national championship with this school. Uh, he went to Florida. All right. He was a gorilla at Pitt State. Yep. John Brown was a gorilla. He won a national championship in 2011, I believe. I think it was. he got drafted by the Ravens. No. He played for the Ravens. Yeah, maybe that's that's what I'm thinking. I think no, he played for the Ravens. Let me check. Oops. Not, not the abolitionist. While you're doing that, we'll go to my uh, – that's a point and a half for me right now. Yeah. Uh, next one, we're sticking with the Indians, uh, the Alcorn State Braves. I do not know this one. Alcorn State. I'm going to go with Jordan. That one is New York. That was close. It's in Lorman, Mississippi. Arm. Is Alcorn State a uh, historically black uh, university? Could be. I think it might be. I know those are all Southern. Um, he was picked by the Cardinals in round three in 2014. Darn, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, all right. Am I up? Yes. yes. All right. Where is the dream from? Arizona. Uh... I'm going to go California again. It is the Atlanta Dream, ah. Georgia. Have we got one? Oh, we got You guys, guys both got Minnesota. All right, my next, my last one, another hint for you guys. None of these players have been from, like, top programs. So use that. <laughs> Josh Norman, defensive back for the Washington Redskins. Where is he from? Where did he go? Baseball. Another hint. Baseball. North Carolina. Vanderbilt? Justin was closer. He went to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Uh, he was a Chanticleer. So Josh Mormon was a Chanticleer. That's my four. My last one, we're going back to the Pioneers. Uh, sticking with the Western theme, Sacred Heart Pioneers. I'll give you a nickel if you get I don't know this one. New York. Utah. Connecticut. No. Oh. Fairfield, Connecticut. Darn. I'll keep my nickel. <laughs> All right, I added this one at the end here. Uh, For the dub. It's, I get this. That doesn't. It is the Aces. Where are the Aces from? Las Vegas. Nevada. That was, was going to be my guess. I'll go with, I think, give me Utah. It is Las Vegas. That was an easy one. <laughs> All right, give me another Give me another chance, Justin. <laughs> All right, give me a second. I got to Google it again. While you're Googling it, get in the mindset of telling the joke of the week. Yeah. All right. Where are where are the suns from? Or I guess sun. Single sun. Arizona? Nope. Damn Jason? It. Um New Mexico. Connecticut. Dang. <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense. <laughs> All right. After that we'll go to joke of the week. Is Justin giving it or is it's Taylor? It's all on it? Taylor again. Uh, I decided that there is a turkey season, so here's a turkey season joke. Um, why did the police arrest the turkey? Because he didn't have a license. <laughs> Any other guesses? Anything. You too fat. <laughs> they suspected foul play. <laughs> yeah, that was that was better. That was yeah. that was probably the, one of the top two or three. Yeah, cool. Solid. And that was the joke of the week. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. And then with that, we'll go into Oh No Baby, What Is You Doing? Uh, our favorite segment on this podcast. Um, I got Florida State on here again. Uh, they feel like fired Willie Taggart before he could get uh, his own recruit recruiting class to their junior season. Um, and then my next one is the Jordan Southern defensive lineman. Uh, if any of you guys watched the App State Georgia, Georgia Southern game last Thursday. They pulled in Indiana? Yeah, they pulled in Indiana and – App State was trying to go hurry up, and two uh, players just conveniently collapsed at the exact same time. Um, and then one of the App State's O-linemen 
yelled at the guy and he instantly popped up to talk shit back. So, and then my last one is people that are still continuing to bet Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> please stop. They're one and eight against the spread. Yeah, please stop betting. The only team worse is Akron. And oh, by the way, Akron is 0 and 9. So, uh, stop betting Nebraska. Always bet uh, against Nebraska. Um, I had two. My first one is Minnesota. We talked about this last week. They were trying to get college game day. Yeah. To, they sent in a re, like a resume with all their stuff on it, and I, I didn't even think about it at first. I was like, "Oh, they're trying. Like they could." And then I looked, and why would you even try when LSU and Alabama are playing? Yeah, there's there's no way that college game day was ever going to Minnesota. And then my other one, I'm sure you guys have heard of this. The with the top 150 games coming out, the Georgia Tech Cumberland game, when it was I don't 222 to zero. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, October 7th, 1916. The funny thing about that one, I think this is the one that it was. Um, Cumberland canceled their football program, and Georgia Southern said they weren't going to pay them unless they played. So that game was actually a bunch of frat guys to just put a team together and went down there so that their school would continue to get paid, even though they didn't have a football team anymore. That's, that would be awesome. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and it was actually uh, Georgia Tech's ho- coach was the Heisman, the guy the Heisman was named after. I can't remember his first name, but he was the coach of Georgia, Georgia Tech at the time. Mm. Justin, you got anything? I got nothing. All right, Justin never has anything. I, didn't, I thought so, this was just Scott's pot or Scott's segment, so I just never get uh, anything. I feel it, like there's no rules on this podcast. There isn't any rules. I, I just came up with it. I was figuring you guys would just play off uh, as Jason does. All right, we'll go to Dupes Dudes. This is Jason's podcast or segment. Though. We don't. No one ever has anything to this. You can if you want. <laughs> uh, review last week: Jamie Newman and Sage Sura, the Wake Forest QB wide receiver duo. Um, Jamie Newman was. 25 for 38, 287 yards, three TDs. They, it seems like he always had a good, has a good game. Also, watch out for Wake Forest upsetting Clemson next week. I like it. Uh, just uh, put it on the radar. I should have picked the tight end, Jack Frudenthal. He had three touchdowns on four receptions. How many yards did he have? Though, Six, 16 yards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, other one, Justin Herbert from Oregon, 21 for 26, 225 yards. Three touchdowns, one interception. After one, slow. The first quarter was kind of slow. Then they dominated USC. Clay Helton is getting fired. And uh, put themselves in the driver's seat to win the Pac-12 long. That'd be um, a good game. This week, I'm not beating around the bush. Going straight for the big games. Tua, Tagna, Valoa. I was still Tua Tagna. What do you say, Justin? Tua Tagna Valoa. Right? Yeah, it's not more of an, a long A. So. I know you say we'll just, tongue in the middle. I know that. Okay. And he's going to shake off all the injury talk and everything they've been talking about and get a huge win. Next one, Sean Clifford, the Penn State quarterback. The other big game. Uh, first player to make multiple appearances on the Dupes Dude list. Nice. Um, put that in the history book. Uh, he shows up in Minneapolis and hands P.J. Fleck and the Gophers their first loss. Boom. Burn the boats. Uh, we'll go to six packs since Justin and I never have anything for dupes, dudes. Hopefully, those guys have a big week. We don't have a. Did we have a letdown last week? No. I don't think we did. Yeah. Well, the wide receiver, but I quarterback, right? Yeah. So. Um, uh, I'll get mine first. I got four this week. Two guys on the same team, so I kind of shoved them together. But uh, AJ Dillon, running back for Boston College, and David Bailey, running back for Boston College. Uh, Dylan carried the ball 35 times for 242 yards and three TDs. Bailey only carried it 16 times, but he still had 172 yards and two TDs. I'm in a big win over Syracuse. I'm giving them a Costco 48 pack because they deserve 50 beers after rushing for a combined 415 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, my second one, Mason Fine, the quarterback from North Texas. He had 332 yards, which isn't, I mean, it's pretty impressive, but the real impressive thing is he threw seven TDs. In one game. For reference, Nebraska QBs have a total of eight TDs thrown all year. Yikes. So, <laughs> you didn't have to do that. You really didn't. 
Nobody uh, wanted that. <laughs> he got the exact number of uh, Adrian Martinez's touchdowns in one game. And the other one was thrown by uh, the McCaffrey kid. Um, and then my, he gets a six pack. Uh, 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 oh, I kind of screwed this one up. Um, he gets six pack of the best wine because after that fine performance, he deserves <laughs> some fine wine. Get it, Mason Fine. Uh, <laughs> Classic. Sorry, guys. And my last one is Stephen Calvert, uh, the Liberty quarterback. He threw for 474 yards, four touchdowns. He gets he gets six pack of punch because he he can put it in his punch bowl because Liberty is going bowling for the first time. Get it? Punch bowl. Wow. Bowling. These are all so punny. You should be a part of the jokes joke <laughs> segment. You want to go next? Justin? All right. So mine is going to Chuba Hubbard, running. No, back. I should have went. <laughs> running back for Oklahoma State. Chuba <laughs> Hubbard is uh, is. Originally from Alberta, so he is going to get a six pack of Canadian's finest Molson because nice. because he grew up in Alberta. Is that the kind of jackpot? Uh, I have no idea. I googled most or popular Canadian beers, and that was number one. Hey, okay. go Chuba, Chuba. I like I like to think it's Chuba. I think Jason's got to find a new one. Churches. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, me and Twitter. Jason are going to the same place to find our guides. We've had the same one for the past <laughs> few weeks. Where, where, where do you guys go to find your guys? I just go to ESPN and scroll through the games and look for good stats. That's what I do. I go, to, okay. I go to ESPN and I go to stat leaders or something like that. Oh, nice. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, um, is that also, he, he had 223 yards on 20 carries, averaging 11.2 yards per carry, and he had two touchdowns. I have a fun fact that you probably don't have. So. Also, he's probably going to get to 2,000 yards this year. There. Okay, I look, probably going to get there. You got another one, Justin? That's all I got. What do you got? Uh, okay, so I had Juba Hubbard as well. Juba. Justin gave his stats, and he also had a 92-yarder for a touchdown um, over a gritty TCU team. And I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. He hasn't fumbled yet in his college career. Oh, dang. 360 attempts. So, um, hey, mark it down. He will fumble three <laughs> times this next game. Um, and I'm sticking with my, like, Western theme since he's a cowboy. I'm giving him a six-pack of, like, Old West Saloon whiskey. Nice. So, go Cowboys there. My next one is Wesley Kennedy the third. Georgia Southern running back, 13 attempts for 145 yards and two TDs um, and a win over the ranked App State team. Given it more because of them beating App State than his actual performance. So I'm buying him a six-pack of spoiled milk because, <laughs> because he spoiled App State's chances at making the group of five bowl and kept Boise State's alive. I wouldn't drink that <laughs> if I were him. Uh, yeah, also I need to IO Chad McLaughlin an apology. Uh, literally about 20 minutes after I said that he was stupid for <laughs> saying App State shouldn't be ranked, they lost. So, sorry, Chad. He, he came up to me at the party and said, what's Scott's number? I need to text him. <laughs> because Taylor told on you. He didn't actually listen to the podcast. Taylor just told oh, yeah. on you. So I take my retract my apology because he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> you guys got anything else? Nope, that was... Uh... That was a good segment. Justin right. quit stealing my picks. Yeah, I feel like we've all had at least one this week. Like year. I said, we could compare notes before this thing starts, but you know, okay, that makes it lame. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I have three super dogs, and I'll let you guys go first, just in case we have the same game. Uh, but I'll go into overreactions. I asked this one last week, and you guys didn't like it, so I'm going to ask it again after Adrian Martinez's latest performance. Nebraska will have a legit three-way quarterback competition <laughs> this spring. No. I still think he's our guy. I'm not. Uh, I'm not stepping away from our guy. Come on, Scott. Quit being so pessimistic. Ask me at the end of the year. We have a bye week this week. Do you think Frost should have at least sort of not all the way, but sort of opened up the quarterback job just to introduce a little competition? Well, should he give those the other two guys first team reps? Pedrol, not McCaffrey, because I don't want him. To- Play McCaffrey and Bernie's red shirt. And He's got two games. So. I know. About, uh, don't want to play him for. He's not going to play for three games out of the last whatever. So yeah, 
don't know, overreaction. For him, uh, this is how I see it. I say we play Martinez this week. He gets all the reps. If he looks bad again, then you can play McCaffrey the last two games, see how he looks, split time with Pedro and Martinez if you want. The lost season already, basically. Yeah, so, much. see what we have. All right, my second one. The Pac-12 champ, um, if it only has one loss, makes it to, in the playoff. Oh, Oregon man. and Utah are, what, seven and eight? I know they're uh, back-to-back. They're higher than Oklahoma. Yeah, seven and eight. Yeah. Oregon seven, Utah's eight. I just, <sighs> I just don't see him letting a Pac-12 team in there. Yeah, With this top that... six here, you, I don't know that I can see them letting them in. But they're going to have a Power 5 conference champion or championship. And with one loss, they obviously like Oregon more than Oklahoma, at least so right but now. But if Penn State has a loss, they're above them. If, but what, uh, well, what if Oklahoma comes and beats Baylor twice? And then, then Oregon goes undefeated. Then what do they do? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a fun but thing. but Oregon is going to have a win over um, Utah or vice versa in the championship game, which is going to look better than that Baylor win unless Baylor finishes the year undefeated, except for a lost Oklahoma. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not picking. I don't. Still. I I don't know. All right, this no, my my third decide. my third one goes back to the Florida State job. Um, this guy's name has been rumored. Mike Leach gets hired away from Washington State. I'd like to see it. I would like to see it because I'm tired of watching Washington State put 60 points up in a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Get him somewhere that has a decent defensive coordinator and maybe a little warmer. So, yeah. I would uh, I would like that. So, not an overreaction just because of my wants. I would also enjoy that. That'd be nice. Um, what if, But U.S. – so USC and Notre Dame and Florida State are all probably going to have open coaching positions end this year. Notre Dame, I hear that's what I heard. I heard it from a podcast. I'm regurgitating. I've heard that also, but I only think it happens if Urban Meyer is a lock for Notre Dame. Yeah, that. But I, my next question was going to be if USC and Notre Dame both have open spots. Do you where do you think Urban Meyer would go? USC. USC is the better job, but in in my honest opinion, I think it is. Yeah, but he's a Catholic man, and Notre Dame's closer to home. Good point. Yeah, that is a good point. I don't know. I think we'll see. I just think I'd rather see him go to Notre Dame than they maybe he get him in a conference. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame's not. <laughs> They're making too much money not being in a conference, even though it hurts them um, competitive-wise. But back to Mike Leach, can you imagine? He's, see what he's done at Texas Tech and Washington State, two programs that haven't been very good historically. Can you imagine him in a running his offense in a, in Flor- at Florida State with all the athletes that he could bring into Florida State? It'd be pretty sweet. It'd be ridiculous. All right, my next one. I figured this out, so it is possible, but I want you to think of this. I want you guys to see if it's likely. The American has five 10-win teams in the year. SMU, Navy, UCF, Cincinnati, and Memphis can all finish with 10 wins without beating each other, um, so they can't all get to 10. We have Navy. No, Navy's going to lose to Notre Dame and probably somebody else in the conference. I think Navy stops that from happening. Let me check out Navy's schedule. Navy, Navy has... They got seven wins, right? Yeah, so they have to win three. three. No, they're not going to be... They're either gonna they're gonna lose Notre Dame and then probably either lose the SMU or Army. Okay. So what's the significance if that does happen? Uh, it shows how freaking pat or stacked the American is. Okay. I, I'm I'm willing to say it right now. The American's better than the ACC, top to bottom. Oof. I'd agree with that. Is Clemson the best team out of those two conferences? Yes. But full conference wise, you look at um, the ACC will probably. Wake Forest will probably get to 10 wins. But other than that, it's them and Clemson. If Navy beats Notre Dame this weekend, call me back on this, and I'll tell you it's not an overreaction. All right. But overreaction now just because of that. All right. Cincinnati's going to get 10 wins. SMU probably will. They're at eight already. UCF has is already lost, so they'd have to win out. And then Memphis is at eight as well. UCF has a very good chance of winning out, though. Yep. So yeah, I'd say realist like 
strong case that Navy is literally the only exception to that. Yeah, I thought theirs was the toughest, but I think they have a chance against that. Um, and Notre Dame, actually. My next one, going to the Big Ten, Northwestern finishes with zero conference wins. Their only chance left I saw was Illinois. And Illinois They're favored this week against somebody. Yeah, Purdue. Purdue. And Illinois will need that win to be bull eligible. Hmm. I mean, we were favored against Purdue, too. Yeah. Um, I'd say they squeak out the win, either against Purdue or Illinois. All right. We'll give it to the fighting Pat, Pat Fitzgeralds. All right. This, this is just crazy because they won the, con- the division last year. Yeah. Um, all right. The Big 12, not the Pac-12, gets left out of the playoff this year. I think overreaction. And you guys are high on Oklahoma. <laughs> I just think that if Oklahoma wins out, that they're going to have a better case than Oregon because they have Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts is a story. I do agree with that, but if they both went out, they're each going to have one loss. They're each going to have good wins against the Baylor team and a Utah team. And whose loss is worse? USC to Kansas – sorry, um, Oklahoma to Kansas State or Oregon to Auburn? Where's Auburn at right now? Where are they rated? Well, on 12, 11, maybe? Because K-State's 16. Auburn's 11. So, and they're ahead of Baylor. I don't know. I'd still say Oklahoma makes it in over Oregon. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The committee showed they like the Pac-12 more right now. All right, my last but one. I bet the committee one. likes Jalen Hurts more. Yeah. And you haven't liked any of these yet, so USC fires Clay Helton. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Take it to the bank. I think that one and Mike Leach are the only ones that I guess. Especially if they lose the Arizona State this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they will. I don't know. Arizona State's favored by two and a half. I really? Think. I think so. Oof. Anyways, that's all I got for overreactions. I think Justin Jason – has buy or sell for us now. Yes, I do. Do you guys want to go? We'll leave my surprise segment to the end of this one, but you guys want to go AAC, Big Ten, or uh, miscellaneous first? We'll save miscellaneous for last. We'll go AAC. Okay. So USC is a one is favored by one against Arizona. State. Oh, that changed from earlier today then. Uh, so – on this segment of buy and sell, you're buying one and selling two. All right? All right. I'm going to give you three teams. AAC West, number 24, Navy. They're first in the, AAC, in the West, 5-1. and one. Number 21, Memphis is second, 4-1. and one. And number 25, SMU is third, 4-1. and one. I think this one's probably one of the easier ones. So buy one, sell two? Yeah. I'm going to buy Memphis, sell the other two. That's what I thought. Justin? Mm, yeah, I'll do the same thing. I've I picked Memphis about every game this year that they've been on our picks. So yeah, I'll buy Memphis. Um, even though Navy lost to Notre Dame, will not affect them in the conference. So if they beat SMU, have they lost to Memphis yet? I think they have. I think that's the only loss. Oh, so then yeah, that would be like a tie. Yep, they lost. Memphis. So I think uh, I would say the same there. Next one was Big Ten West. Um, number 17, Minnesota is first at 5-0. Number 18, Iowa is tied for second at 3-2. And, and number 13, Wisconsin is tied for second at 3-2. Buying one, selling two. I am not buying Minnesota because they beat like eight teams on their backup quarterback. I saw that. So, Iowa, Wisconsin. Oh. I will. I will go Wisconsin. I'll buy Wisconsin. Sell it to. Oh man, this one's tough because Minnesota already has a two-game lead. I think they're going to lose to Penn State. They're going to beat Iowa. I'll sell Iowa because they'll be out after that. I really think that Wisconsin-Minnesota game at the end of the year will be for that division. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I I will also take. Thompson, it. I guess it, it's at Minnesota. Uh, I'll take I'll take Wisconsin right now, but seeing how Minnesota plays this week against a good team, I might change change that. Um. All right. 
I would probably buy Wisconsin there. So, yeah, I think it would come down to that as long as Wisconsin doesn't choke against Iowa this week. This might be my Nebraska bias coming out. I don't think Iowa's the 18th best team in the nation. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. They've lost to the two uh, hardest tests they've had, Penn State and Michigan. And other than that, they haven't really impressed. Played close with Purdue. Um, so Hopefully they lose big at Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, the, net, the miscellaneous one. Number seven, Oregon. Number eight, Utah. And number nine, Oklahoma uh, <laughs> to make the playoff. Which one are you buying and selling? Um, and I like I said earlier, the need like the what the committee looked for in the past years they need to win out and win against ranked teams and yeah so i don't know who has who left but what do you guys think uh justin i think we've already decided here that i buy oklahoma Uh, yeah i think we did decide that (laughs) i'll tell you what Oklahoma has the much tougher schedule of the three remaining games. They have two ranked teams left and TCU who proved they can beat teams. Um, and Oregon and Utah both have kind of a cupcake, uh, Utah especially, to the finish. Now, I'm going to buy – I think Oregon's a better Pac-12 team. I'll buy Oregon. I'm going to sell the other two. All right. Uh, I would have bought <laughs> – Justin was buying Oklahoma in bulk. I probably would have bought Oklahoma if they're on sale. If not, I'm buying Oregon. I don't know. Because Oregon's my team. But I also have Jalen Hurts for the Heisman. So it's a up there. All right. Utah has UCLA at home, at Arizona, and then Colorado at home. That's their last three games. Oregon has Arizona at home, at Arizona State, which will be the toughest game. And then Oregon State at home. And then Oklahoma has Baylor, obviously. It's at Baylor. They go to Oklahoma State and then TCU at home. That's mm-hmm. tough. That is tougher. I think Baylor, I think Oklahoma's going to lose. I do. So. Um, all right. Next, if you guys want to pull up that thing I emailed you, uh, I did the a blind test. I think we're going to do more of this. I kind of like this idea. I can't believe I haven't thought of this in a while, but um, so like I said, the committee likes like ranked wins and and the last thing I have like ranked teams remaining and then I have their record and just a number by them. These are all currently not in the playoffs. So you guys are going to pick or rank what teams you think have the best chance to make it to the playoff. And I'll tell you who the teams are. Should I pick one of them or pick however many we think we're going to be in the playoff? Well, you can pick which maybe one or two that you think have the best chance and pick your top one's going to make it to the playoff. Because how many teams in the top four do you think you're going to get kicked out? That's true. Who the hell is I think one is Minnesota. No, and, no and way. While they're thinking, I'll fill the dead space with uh, some talk. So we pick. Well, okay, what are we picking again? Sorry. Look at those teams. Okay. And who do you, they're, those are the ones that they're out of the top four. Mm-hmm. Who do you think has the best chance to make it to in, like into the top four? Okay. Based on their resume and record and how many ranks, like, uh, ranked teams they have left. So, uh, yeah. well, I think number four is Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, one. I don't. It's not Minnesota. No way, because they have more than one ranked game left. I'm gonna go with two more ranked wins, possibility to get another one, and a great looking defense. So I will pick. Two. All right. You think about your number, your second place then, and right. then we'll see what Justin. I did. was also leaning towards number two because I think the committee likes resumes more than, I don't know, the eye test per se, I guess. And yeah, having those yeah. two ranked wins and possible to get the third one, I think. I agree with you, Scott, number two. 
And then I will take. But I but four. I also think Clemson's going to be in there. So. Four, but I think we kind of screwed up Jason segment by figuring out it was Clemson. Yeah, I couldn't really because they're the only team that was nine and zero. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think either way, I would pick number four second. So, all right. So, we'll start with the number one is Baylor. Okay. Um, they have one ranked win against Kansas State and Oklahoma remaining. Number two is Georgia. Okay. They have two ranked wins over Florida and Auburn. Did they play Auburn? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah, Ooh. very good. I don't think they have. Oh, Notre Dame was Yeah, up. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Um, very good scoring comparison. And they have who left? Maybe they have Auburn left? Auburn, yep. So, number three was Oregon. Um, I wanted to add Oklahoma on here, but uh, they're, I think, something would have gave them away. That's why I didn't add them. Discla- and then number four is Clemson. Disclaimer, Oregon will have a ranked team remaining. Not on their schedule, but yeah. they, will, they will play whoever Utah. makes it. Yeah, probably. But then again, that you can basically add one to everybody else's True. if yep. they make the championship. Yep. So. But Baylor, Baylor should make the championship. Yeah, I guess I like Georgia. Yeah. Both of you like Georgia over Clemson. Yeah. Wow. I also hate the ACC. But also, could you, couldn't you put an asterisk next to Clemson? Because they're reigning champions and they go undefeated. You can't. They're going to get yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah. But also, Justin, it shouldn't matter what they did last year. I guess. But I just think that you, if you, you haven't done anything wrong, you won last year. And you come in and undefeated, like you, you get in. I don't think there's, I don't think there should be any discussion there. Also, I think that is the biggest motivation for a team that didn't need any goddamn motivation. Clemson's won like 24 games straight, and the, <laughs> they put up five. So whoever Clemson's playing this week, watch out. They might have an off week. Yeah, they were. They played last week, so I think they did. Um. Do we want to – I have Nebraska talk on here next. Do we want to? Yeah, yeah I got some too. All right. Uh, We're WNBA podcast now, and I'll talk about that. Uh, I don't really have a lot. Um, Clemson plays NC State. Okay. Who's Do they good? not have a bomb? I will open up the floor to venting about Nebraska. Get it out. It's bye week. Get we it out. We suck. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's getting tough to watch. Yeah. Um, I literally every drive that we have, we do something stupid. Yep. We'll have four plays in a row, three first downs, and then we'll either snap it over our goddamn quarterback's head. We'll fumble it. We'll freaking run into the line or like, you know, turn the wrong way. It's we'll do something that'll get us into like third and twenty nine. And the and the sad part for me about that is, is I'm not surprised anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, that was coming. <laughs> or yeah, we had a nice play. Now we're gonna get penalty. Like, yeah. there's no way that we can get, like, I don't know if excitement or moment momentum's the word I'm looking for. Because then immediately after something good happens, it's like we take a gun, point at our foot, pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a perfect uh, metaphor analogy. I don't know. God, it's it is. It's like, yeah. Well, we're not going to score, but those were like four nice plays in yeah. a row. Time, time to throw a pick. I feel like the players know it too. You can, you almost, they get a bad play and they're like, oh yeah, that was. Like, we knew that was going to. Oh yeah, we were about due for that. Yeah, that was, that was like maybe two plays overdue. Honestly, yeah. There's like twelve to fifteen plays a game. You're like, what the fuck just happened? We had. And I'm tired of people being so high on Lamar Jackson. Every announcer just sees how tall he is. They're like, yeah, he's a first-round pick right there because he's 6'3", corner. That's what the NFL does. They look at – And he, it's like, do you watch him? He gets burned. He either plays 12 yards off unless yeah. an eight-yard pass or he gets burned. It, it's – Our pass defense is – I mean, our run defense isn't great either, but pass defense is Our bad. defense is bad is the word you're looking for there, Scott. I, which which sucks because they they have that and they have that that they, people think they're bad and they are pretty bad to be fair but they played really well in the first half this last week and the offense didn't do jack shit to help them 
they could have been up 30 to three at halftime and defense would have, would have had a break. If you're going to run the offense like that, you've got to score points. Yeah. Cause if you have their defense out for that long, they're inevitably going to give up some points. So I'm trying to find the cornerback we put in uh, 17. Um, Clark. Yeah. yeah. Clark. Yeah. Clark. He actually did a real nice job. I think, he came in and they threw at him two times in a row. Yeah. Actually got his head turned and like didn't let him catch it for 35 yards without turning around. Yeah. So shout out to him. Redshirt freshman. What's frustrating to me is uh, I, I, I don't want to talk crap on Adrian because I think he's a good guy. And I don't think this season he was put in a good situation this season. But it seems like there's been no progression made. Like, yeah. I don't know if injuries hindered that yeah. or what. You're right. It's been tough to watch. Yeah. All right. That was our bye week complaining yeah. segment. Apologies. Oh. We're still Husker fans. Yeah. I put as, out a as much as we're bagging on Nebraska. I just, we don't need. We shouldn't be pointing fingers at Frost yet, though. Like we can't. We can't get angry at him already and want him gone because. He's no, the future then, of our franchise. Yeah, then we just start over again, and you can't. Eventually, you got to give a guy a chance to do what needs to be done. Um, I agree with that. Also, Nebraska basketball looks bad. So, they <laughs> wrestling. Lost. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling team. What is number six preseason? Number five. Number five. Yep. Go to some wrestling matches. All right. Uh, put out a Twitter poll. What power or what group of five conference Nebraska could win possibly? Uh, I'm not, I did not include the American because I give a zero shot in that one. Um, but funny enough, the Mountain West actually won the Twitter poll, which I would put as the second least likely Power 5 conference for Nebraska to win. That's right. <laughs> Boise State's better than them. I think San Diego State's probably better than them too. Um, yeah, if we're going to a bowl game against San Diego State, I'm picking us as the underdogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think probably the most likely is the Mac is garbage. Yeah, the Mac sucks. And it got the least amount of votes. Yep. Yeah. And then which one is App State in? I think Conference Sun USA. Belt. Sun Belt. Then I would pick Conference USA. Because the best team in that's FAU, I think. Yeah. Well, it was FAU and Western. Well, and Marshall. 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 Yeah. Marshall's probably the best one. Yeah. So but yeah, the Mac, everybody in the Mac is like five and four. Yeah. <laughs> So always play on goddamn Tuesdays. <laughs> we needed we need our Twitter voters to be more educated. Yeah, <laughs> we do. I agree with that. Anyways, that's all I got for Nebraska. Yeah, uh, Dash Cameron. We talk about him sometimes. He texted me this on Monday, I think it was, asking about what we thought for the Wisconsin game. He said either they will break records against us, or Nebraska will come out and play great and win. So, I mean, if those are the only two options, I know which one I'm picking. So... <laughs> We're getting the dub. <laughs> but we'll see about that. We'll talk more about that next week. But we just added Super Dogs. You might see this on College Game Day. We do a lot of copying in our segments, unfortunately. <laughs> but so I'll let you guys go first. I have three just in case you guys take my other one. So Super Dogs. Justin, I feel like this is made for you. So. You get yours. All out. right. So my super dog is Iowa at uh, their nine and a half point underdog. Um, Iowa always keeps the big games close and they're good against the run, which Wisconsin is all about. Um, also, I expect a low scoring game. The under has hit five out of the last time, five times with Wisconsin and six out of the last seven games with Iowa. So it's going to be low scoring. Nine and a half points is a lot for Wisconsin to cover. So hammer the nine and a half, Iowa nine and a half, and hammer the under. I like it. Uh, Iowa's last two ranked games, they lost both to Michigan and Penn State. They're both rock fights. Yep. So do not watch this game. Turn <laughs> it to any other game. Just watch Maybe like just get score updates. Yeah. So you, you only get updated twice. Yeah. If you want to get watched, running back, run it straight into the line, 23. Five times a game and like fifty punts. Turn on this game. Do you guys agree with me here? Yeah, yeah I, I like that. Uh, yeah, that was very good research to back up your statement. Yep, I didn't. I don't like Iowa, obviously, but I thought that was a good pick. Okay, who's up? Jason. Um, I got two. My okay. first one: Louisville at Miami. Uh, Miami's a six and a half point favorite. Well, probably the second most unpredictable team behind yeah, BYU. I think so. Um, 
and they won last week. So I'm thinking Louisville is not a bad team. So uh, I got them outright probably. My next one, Maryland at Ohio State. Ohio State's a 43-and-a-half-point favorite. Nope, don't like this one. I just don't think uh, – I looked. They've beaten, like, two teams by more than 43. So, I was thinking, you know, Chase Young's out. Maybe there's some drama swirling around. Uh, and it's 11 a.m. game, so you never know what's going to happen at 11 a.m. games. This game will be 35 to nothing or more at halftime. I'm okay with that because <laughs> then they they lay off and maybe they score one in the second, maybe or two. Maryland scores one and they win by 42, and Maryland beats the spread. <laughs> I, I liked everyone. I liked the first one. I don't like that one. <laughs> all right, since none of you guys took mine, I'll say all three of mine. Um, Illinois at Michigan State. Michigan State's a 15 point favorite. Illinois has won three straight. Michigan State has lost three straight. Michigan State is always obviously coming against much tougher competition. Um, but I don't think Illinois is going to lose by 15. I think they're going to lose, but I think it'll be a closer game than that. They're trying to go bowling for the first time in a long time. Um, so I think they're going to keep the spread a little bit closer than that. My second one is Minnesota. Uh, Penn State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, this is a, um, a big game for them. Obviously, they won a college game day there. But I think they're going to be so – also don't think they're going to win, but I think it'll be like a three-point game. I do. My last one, Appalachian State at South Carolina. App State just lost. I think they're going to be looking for revenge, looking for a big win, um, looking to be the king of the Carolinas this year, other than Clemson. Um, and I think they're going to outright win. Uh, Clem- or South Carolina is a five-and-a-half-point favorite, but I think they're going to, App State's going to get the outright win. Yeah, I don't know. Every time that uh, group of five team goes to a power five and wins – it's not because people are expecting it. And everybody's looking at this game saying, yeah, yeah, Epstein's going to get that win. And I just – when that happens, I don't think they're going to get the win. Maybe they'll cover. Maybe we'll be close, but I don't think so. I would like to know what the thought was. Because um, I picked Appalachian State, but I don't know how many other people saw that. Uh, I think I picked North Carolina. FBI to begin was 78 for North Carolina. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, that's what that's super dogs. Pick those, and we're going to picks quick. Justin, give us our picks. All right, here we go. First up, uh, big game: Penn State at Minnesota, 11 a.m. game. Penn State's a six and a half point favorite. The rumor on the street was that Minnesota didn't want to play a night game. Didn't want to play. Yeah, a night that's game. what wow. I heard. But then PJ Fleck went on Pat McAfee's show and said that was completely false. But that the rumors are still Minnesota didn't want to play a night game. Interesting. Uh, I will. I'm taking Penn State in this one. Things will be close, but I got Penn State. I got Penn State also. Um, probably another rock fight game. Maybe, maybe not. But Minnesota is going to run a lot. State is kind of balanced, so maybe it'll maybe it'll be like a 24-28 game, but. I got Penn State. Yeah, like I said earlier, Minnesota's beat like eight second-string quarterbacks. Um, so I got Penn State here. Um, next up, Baylor at TCU. Baylor's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I got Baylor in this one. Um, I think TCU will be tough, even though they lost last week. But I think Baylor is a pretty good team, so I'm going to pick Baylor. Yeah, although I think Baylor is due for a loss. Um, I'm going to pick them in this game. We'll wait for the Oklahoma game. Yeah, watch out for a peek ahead game. Oklahoma or Baylor might come out flat. Yeah. So they were flat last week, too, against West Virginia on yeah. a Thursday or something. Yeah, but Thursday night games suck. Yeah. Um, I'm also picking Baylor. All right. Florida State at Boston College. Boston College, two and a half point favorite. I'm sorry. Two running backs can't run for 414 yards the week before and me not pick that team. So I'm taking Boston College. Florida State's got a lot of stuff going on. I don't think they're going to be prepared. Yeah, uh, ditto Boston College. I picked Florida State here. Uh, rumor, Great, that, rumor, or I heard that the players didn't like playing for Willie Taggart, so now that he's gone, they're going to find, get some newfound uh, energy and come out with some vengeance now that their coach is fired. I don't like that. It, just because you like the coach, are you like not pumped up to go out and play? Like. They're still the same players. Yeah. I don't. I don't go Boston College. All right, 
lose to Kansas. Uh, Stanford at Colorado. Stanford is a three-point favorite. Yeah, I like Stanford in this one. Um, neither of these teams are very good, but I guess I'll go go Cardinals. Yes, I got Stanford winning. Colorado is not impressed, um, basically since the first three games. Yeah, <laughs> I think they ha- they haven't. I think they're three and zero, and they yeah. or maybe they're last year they were five and zero and lost the next seven. So yeah, bet Stanford. Yeah, I got Stanford here too. Um, LSU at Alabama. Alabama is a six point favorite. Game of the week. Buck, Buck will be picking this one. Yeah, um, I got LSU. Here, first time in a while, LSU's had a good quarterback, and Joe Burrow is going to lead them to a victory over a rusty Tua. So, go LSU, go Tigers. Um, Justin, do you have my stat memorized about the LSU-Alabama game? No, what is it? Well, I've said it a couple times. Uh, LSU hasn't won since 2011 in the 9-6 overtime field goal game. Last eight meetings have a scoring difference of 193 to 73, so expect a 37 to 14 Alabama win. All right, um, Nick Saban doesn't lose Alabama. Saban does lose. Check the national championship game. He's not gonna. He's not gonna lose here. Alabama. All right. He's won more national titles than losses at home fun, since he started. Fun, since the second season. Funnily enough, Auburn has a better chance to beat Alabama, according to FPI, than LSU does. Alright. Yeah, Joe, go ahead. Uh, Kansas State at Texas. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Yeah, Texas is going to win this one, I think. I think um, they're, a little, they're a little upset by how the season's gone so far this year. They're not going to lose to Kansas State at home. I think every time that we've picked a Kansas State game, which has been like six times, I've got it wrong. So I picked Texas. That means Kansas State's probably going to win. That's bad for all of us, I guess, then, because I picked Texas too. That is bad. Uh, Wake Forest what? at Virginia Tech. Wake Forest is a two-point favorite. Oh, sorry. I wasn't listening. Justin. Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. Wake Forest is a two-point favorite. I think this will be – uh, good game. Virginia Tech's getting a lot better. They almost beat Notre Dame, who also came out a little flat. But I think Wake Forest is going to win. I got Wake Forest. Um, probably could have picked um, their quarterback as the Dupes dude again, just for fun, because he always has big games. But, yeah, I got Wake Forest. And then watch out for next week against Clemson. Uh, yeah, I like Wake Forest here, too. Um, Georgia Southern at Troy. Georgia Southern's a three-point favorite. Uh, go Trojans. Just kidding. Pick Georgia Southern. I got Georgia Southern also. This is real boring. We all keep picking the same teams. I have Georgia Southern as well. Change your picks and then, Justin. What's that? Throw it. Change your picks then. I don't want to change my picks. Uh, Louisville at Miami. Miami's a six-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, uh, not that long ago, a few podcasts ago, um, I said Miami was not going to make a bowl game. They're going to win eight games this year. I got Miami in this one. They're going to Louisville. I got Louisville as my super dog and them winning outright. So, because Miami is unpredictable. Uh, I have Miami here. Nice. Um, USC at Arizona State. Arizona State, one and a half point favorite. Yeah, told you. USC, no, if you look on ESPN, it's changed. So, it, this it, was as like, of yesterday. I did this yesterday because we were supposed to do the pod yesterday. So, and early. Earlier today, it was still that, so it just changed. It is minus one USC. So, yeah, that changed in the last two hours. But anyways, I got USC here. Clay Helton is coaching for his job, even though his job, no matter what happens, might already be gone. But I think uh, USC is going to win. Yeah, I got USC going down there and winning, uh, bouncing back from tough loss last week. Yeah. I also picked USC. I guess this one I this, could change. <laughs> this is, Yeah, you could change this one. Yeah. but Maybe. I'll think about it. Um, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin a nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, I got Wisconsin in this one. I guess I'll listen to Justin and take Iowa though, um, because of the, he's a super dog. I still think uh, Wisconsin's gonna win. So Wisconsin. Yeah, I got Wisconsin winning. Um, I did like Justin's facts, fun facts on the previous games, but go go. Well, I, I still picked Wisconsin. I just figured Iowa was going to keep it closer to nine and a half. So, yeah. 
Good pick. Good pick. Next up, Utah State at Fresno State. Fresno is a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I like Fresno State in this one. uh, I'm kind of falling off the Hawaii bandwagon. But if uh, San Diego State were to lose, I think Fresno State's the best team in that division. I got Fresno State. Utah State is one of the. They're also unpredictable, like BYU and Miami. So also a very disappointing team. They played had a good year last year, and there's a lot of expectations coming. Yeah, they're like third in their division. Yeah, yeah. I I picked Fresno State just out of spite because Utah State lost me thirty four bucks last week. Dead to you. Dead. Appalachian State at South Carolina. South Carolina is a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, they were my super dog. I haven't won an outright, so go Mountaineers. Uh, I already explained this one. Go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks as well. Um, Tennessee at Kentucky. Yep. Kentucky is a one-point favorite. Yeah, this one was tough for me. It was. Kentucky's a one-point favorite, but they don't have a goddamn quarterback. Even though I put him he as my six-pack last week, I think Kentucky's going to win, though. Um I think it'll be a real, really good game. I do. Yeah, after a kind of rocky start to the season, Tennessee's actually got some SEC wins lately. Yeah. So I got Tennessee continuing that um, and getting the win. They're two and three, I guess, in the SEC, but there's a couple. Yeah. Yeah, we were a very anti Tennessee podcast here at the beginning. Well, when you start the season like they did, but it's very. Now I think rocky. they could beat Nebraska. I got Tennessee here. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wyoming at Boise State. Boise State's a 14 point favorite. Not sure why this one's on here with a 14 point spread. Look at the records, man. I guess, but. What? Got, what, one loss? Yeah, they've lost two. Maybe they have two. Or, are I'm... you picking Wyoming then, Scott? I'll, I'll let you guys pick first. I'm picking Boise State. I'm obviously picking Boise State. Damn. I was hoping one of you would pick Wyoming because of the record. It will be a close game. I guess Wyoming's got two losses. All right, won't be a close game. Sorry, Wyoming's starting quarterback is out for the season. Boise State. <laughs> this is just to get our records up. Right. Actually, I didn't know he was out for the season until after I already suggested this game. So I liked it because of the close records. Yeah. All right. Well, we all got Boise State. Now, next up is our obscure pick of the week. 11 Princeton, 7-0 at Dartmouth. Number ten, who is also seven and zero. Yeah, we've picked a lot of uh, uh, Ivy League games. Dartmouth twice, I think. Did you see how Dartmouth finished the game last week against Harvard? Close, wasn't that it? Hail Mary? Yeah, they threw something. a game-winning Hail Mary at the end to win that game. Nice. So uh, I got Dartmouth in this one. They have a really good defense. I think they're going to keep it rolling. But this good game in the Ivy League. Yeah, I got Dartmouth. Um, last week was the first time that our obscure picks won on the road. But I'm going back to the home team. I got Princeton, the Princeton Tigers here. Nice. Because old Tigers, I guess. I don't know. No. I really do like Princeton's jerseys. They got some Tiger stripe action going on. I like it. All right. Anything else? No, nothing else. Go Skurs. Yep. We're still pro Huskers. Yep. Watch out for that buy this week. Go Skurs. PBR. Don't want to lose the buy university. See ya.